This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Guten Morgen, meine Lieblings. Welcome along to Sissy That Pod, your favorite RuPaul's Drag Race reaction podcast. My name is Keen, and I am riding solo this week. James is taking a well-needed rest after all of his pride activities. Um, so it's just me today, but I'm joined by the super guests who haven't chatted since our live show at the end of last year. Erin McGathy, we love to chat to her. We get all into the acting of this week's Santa School for Girls Challenge. So it's a big old hoot. Before we get into it though, we know you love an improv challenge on Drag Race. Well, if you love improv challenges, then you might enjoy our sister podcast at the Heads of Podcast Network, Phoning It In, in which Dave Coffey, the host, invites fellow improvisers, such as Aaron McGathy, onto the show to improvise their way to a Joe Duffy-style phone-in show. They don't know what they're going to be talking about until they phone in, and it's a hoot. They just celebrated 100 episodes over in the feed with, like, 15 of Ireland's best improvisers. Uh, it's a really, really good show, so check it out. And here's a clip if you need further convincing. Hello, my name is Dave Coffey and I am the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone-in show. It's like Joe Duffy's Liveline, except we make it all up on the spot. That's right, I get a bunch of comedians into the studio and they have no idea what they're going to be talking about until I introduce them on the air. We have just recorded a 100th episode special featuring 15 of the best comedy performers in the country. Go and check that out, binge the other 99 and become a lifelong fan of Phoning It In with me, Dave Coffey, right here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Aaron McGathy, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Last time we got the chat was our live show, which was all very exciting before we worried about a, a COVID outbreak. Uh, how have you been keeping and how have you been enjoying Drag Race 2022? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm my voice is a little hoarse, as I told you before we started recording. I stayed up late watching the new uh, Queer as Folk, mm-hmm. keeping everything themed. As and were you, you screaming suggested. at the TV, which 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 made your voice hoarse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yay! Um, don't do it. That's dangerous behavior. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I, I watch everything in a very immersive way. <laughs> yeah, um, as if you're talking to all the characters. Of course. No, I mean, that's the only way to watch doing. television. Yeah, exactly. I set up a bunch of monitors in a room. So I'm like in the middle and they're all playing at the same time. So I feel like I'm in the, I'm in the <laughs> <Yeah>. space. <laughs> Which reminds me of like, have you noticed that like any promo commercials for any sort of television channel, the thing is always that people are going into the shows. Mm. Yeah. Which I think is so funny because that's not the way that people watch television. Like, <laughs> ah, have you seen Breaking Bad? Yeah, I was there. I was in It's so warm. Albuquerque. It, yeah, it's so yeah. warm in Albuquerque. <laughs> I can't watch it. I have to put sun cream on all the time I when know, I watch Love Island. I know. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I've been I've been fine. It feels like it's been five minutes and also five years since, since we've I talked. Know. That's, that's the way of time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um so we had season fourteen, now we have All Stars seven. Did you did you enjoy season fourteen, first of all? I did. I did. I loved it. I, I, my, the way my memory works is like a cheese grater. Immediately everything falls out of my mm. brain. Like in this, like who won season 14? Willow Pill. Yes. Yes. I yes. think no, I, I have a similar, I don't think I have a cheese grater brain per se, but I just think season 14. All right. Actually... Brag. <laughs> <laughs> brag that you don't have a cheese grater brain. Go on. <laughs> I, I just feel season 14 was kind of unremarkable to a certain degree that it didn't like make lasting impact the way other seasons have mm. and that's why you can't remember the winner and it also could be that we're just bombarded by so many franchises that it's hard to keep it in our heads now yeah yeah that's fair that's fair I do feel like I encounter every new season as if it's like 
I don't know, a child I have adopted where I'm like, and now you're the best. And now, which <laughs> that sounds weird too. Like as if I was to adopt children, I would just, my favorite would be the newest one, which, which might be why I don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> Fostering might be a better analogy for that scenario. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're new. Yeah, exactly. And give you all my attention. And so all your attention right now, your favorite child is all star seven then by that, by that analogy. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I I am really, I'm, I'm really enjoying just, and I'm, I'm sure this has been said a million times before, but I just love that no one's leaving. Mm. Yeah, That's I mean, it, fun. I think it, I have spoken to people who are getting a bit bored of that now. Um, oh, really? I don't mind it. <laughs> like, I think they, I think like, I don't know if you've been watching Untucked. Untucked is in a state of an emergency. I have not. It is. Like, oh, really? Just, I didn't even know they would, why would they do Untucked? There's just nothing to be said, really. Like, you know, yeah. they bring the guest judges out and they ch- chat to them for a bit. And then it's just them chatting. And look, there's a certain element of me that enjoys just seeing the drag queens chat. Like, it is enjoyable. Sure. But like, to fill time this week, they had to do impressions of queens from the other franchises and in the room and stuff. Uh. From like, It was basically just like... You know, Christmas Day where you're like, right, we can't we go to bed yet? It's too early, but we don't really want to do anything. Let's just play charades. Like that was really the energy in the work room. <laughs> I mean, charades would be better. It sounds yeah. like like it'd be Christmas morning. It's like, what are our favorite gifts from past years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's bring out our old. My mom is whenever the, I always remember when we go whenever there's like a lull when we go out for dinner. So we'd be like, what are your top three favorite holidays? It's like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I mean, what I'm hearing is that you 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 come from a very healthy uh, family. In a way. I feel like in my family, if like things reached a lull, my my dad would just go to sleep or just turn off the lights, and you'd be like, "What? <laughs> is this done now? Okay. Well, I miss mom. Um, <laughs> well, I guess we're conditioned to find our parents embarrassing, no matter what. I oh, of course. I mean, they're always they're always embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. That's funny about Untucked because, like, something I something I clocked yesterday because I watched the last two episodes last night mm. and or the most recent two, and um, like I think the not being eliminated allows them to have more just kind of like silly banter with each mm. other, like that because they don't have to. They're less afraid. You know, I think the only person that's bringing that kind of afraid, scared, mean energy is maybe the Vivian mm. from time to time. Yeah. And I kind of feel Shay is secretly seething that she hasn't won more. Because I feel she... Is it a secret? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's the worst well... kept secret. Yeah, I think I think so. I think Shay's trying to, like, not be uncool in the room. Yeah. But definitely is, like... Yeah. I think there's a lot of talking through gritted teeth for Che at the moment. They were like, congratulations, mm-hmm. girl. You mm-hmm. got yourself a third star. Yeah. That's, that's a really good <laughs> Shay impression. <laughs> she doesn't move her, her mouth too much. Like the teeth stay clamped. Yeah, clamped still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we, we get into Star Talk at the start of this episode. I feel it's sort of customary now that they have to kind of run the maths. But, it, you know, we were saying mm-hmm. last week. I can't imagine, unless there's a big old twist where it's like triple star week next week or something, I can't see anybody beating Jada out of the top of the final four, like with three stars. Yeah, I think yeah. They, they better week. have a twist. Yeah, I hope there's at least a double star week, you know, where yeah. it ups the an- ante a bit. But um, yeah. Yeah, when they did that math, I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. it's like when, uh, do you play Super Mario Party? No. Ever? Okay. Well. <laughs> people who listen may <laughs> oh well if you play super mario party and you're playing like the big uh, uh group game and that also has stars but if you're like super behind and those games are really long they're like you can choose for them to be like 45 60 or i think or like 60 90 or like like a thousand minutes or something okay. or 100 180 minutes but if you get really behind with the stars and you're playing up against someone it's just like, wow, well, what's the point? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not- I have to, I guess I have to pl- continue to play so there's someone for them to beat. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. So no. it becomes less fun. But it's also the opposite that is like in Family Fortunes or like Family Feud, the, that TV show where it's like, well, they just double the money every time. So the first few rounds are pretty much you know, mm. just entertainment. They don't mean anything towards the overall score. Yeah. And by the end, it's like whoever wins the last round really wins. So, yeah. Totally. So you're like, what is what does any of this matter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I hear you. Yeah, I'm curious what they're going to do. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah. Basically, Ruth Swan's in is like Trinity. You're in charge of casting. We're having some sort of like. What do you think the brief was? This I know. Like Ruth said, this came to me in an Ayahuasca dream, and I mean I don't entirely yeah, believe it, that's, that's the truth, but it feels accurate, the truth. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, it's like July. I'm feeling. I'm feeling Santa. <laughs> I'm feeling. <laughs> I feel like. My theory is that in the writer's room, they were pitching like loads of different things and someone was like, maybe they were drinking, maybe they were smoking weed or whatever, or maybe they were just feeling punchy and someone was like, what about this insane Santa thing? And it made Rue laugh so much that that he was like, fuck it, let's, let's, let's do it. Do it. And then the short explanation of that, like, is, you know, during an ayahuasca yeah. dream. <laughs> Like last time we yeah. were on the podcast, it was a final of, of UK season three and the Queens had to give us their version of Hey Sis, It's Christmas. It pops up in this episode <laughs> yes. again. And, and it's I was me. Like, I was like, me. you know, is this just Rue being like, it's never too early to promo the Christmas album, girls. Let's get it. Let's get it going from <laughs> July. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if it was if it was like too. I'd say if it w- was like October or even September, I'd be like, this is an early promo. Mm. But it's so early. But, you know, Christmas in July is a thing in the U.S. Okay. In what way? <laughs> I mean, but it's June. It's it's like, uh, like I don't know if it's, it was like based on a song or something. Um, and uh, I don't know. Everyone Google Christmas in July, but it's <laughs> it's like it's like a half birthday for Christmas or something. Okay. I have no idea what the origins of are of it, but I know when I was a kid, I was like really, really into Christmas and I decided to take the Christmas in July thing very seriously. And I like set up a little tree in my room and I decorated my room like Christmas. And I got so sick of Christmas that like I was annoyed when Christmas came around, but it is a thing, but they didn't say that. So I don't even know if that's, mm, I, have I think it people- was just like, we can do whatever we want. Let's do something psychotic and weird. Like I want to do something weird and nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, well, I mean, I think that's always sort of the brief to a certain degree, but it, I have heard sure. people who do half Christmases. I have heard that like, but it's, yeah, it, it, it's, weird. it's like, you know, because on Christmas you're always with your family, so it's like let's have a Christmas with our friends and just have the dinner. Mm. I, and like, but I haven't heard of, I've only heard it as like one day. I haven't heard it as in like that. Like get the Christmas songs on, put the tree up. No, no, that's not. I think that was me just being a weird kid. Okay. That's a, yeah. That's not. A, that's Sorry. not. A, that's not typical. A typical response to the idea of Christmas in July. Um, I bet there's some 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 weird marketing history to it. You know, yeah, of course, course we won't Google it, but no. your listeners can Google no. it. And then maybe, yeah. uh, you know, I was wondering, maybe they planned this to come out towards the end of the year, but I don't feel they did. Like, All no. Stars is always a summer affair. So it's just jarring that right after the old solstice happened, it was like, Christmas is here, <laughs> winter is coming. <laughs> it feels to me that, like, overall, the message of it is like, hey, fans, like, you think you know everything that's going to happen in these shows and mm. you think everything's just going to make sense according to, like, the canon of this show. Well, you can't count on anything because no. we're going to do this weird shit. Yeah, like, the total obliteration of the mini challenge. Like, that's not been a thing mm. at all. And I yeah. think the I think the show is less for it. Like, there's only eight queens every week and some of the weeks like last week there wasn't even like the run the main challenge was the runway so there wasn't even two things to critique so to have right. a mini challenge would have given us more th- things to think about rather than them running around <laughs> the workroom for 20 minutes you know that's fair enough i mean you are making a podcast about it so you know yeah i'm, I'm always like <laughs> it's more Come difficult on, for you content than... <laughs> content <laughs> like give me stuff to talk about my notes are sparse yeah <laughs> I mean, I'll admit, I did not notice that there wasn't a mini challenge. Okay. That's the first time that I've noticed. I mean, that's just me, yeah. you know, watching it as a, as a normal person and not a sissy that pod host, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I, maybe that's why there is so much time for them just like chatting in the workroom. Mm. 
Yeah, I think so. Mm, yeah, yeah. So will we just get into the acting challenge? I think there's a point going through the 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 filming of it and then the acting challenge. So sure. they, the roles were Shay was Noel, who was the it was the sort of our narrator to a certain degree, I guess. The one we followed, Trinity protagonist. Prota- that's the word. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> uh, uh, you can take my screenwriting classes. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Mob Theater Die, and I'll teach you what a protagonist is. <laughs> Everyone. Um, Trinity, Evie, and Jinx were Joy, Holly, and Mary. Those like three sisters who were somewhat spoken unison. Raja was Scrooge. Jada was. Um, Hannah, uh, which I thought was mm. going to be a a like Hanukkah reference there, but no, it wasn't in the end. Monet was Miss Toe, and then Vivian was Nutmeg, the the sort of headmistress. Um, did you enjoy it in the end, despite its psycho- psychosis? Yeah, I did. It really drew me in. I, I was confused at first <laughs> with yeah. what was happening. <laughs> Um, and then when they did like the talking heads that seemed like weird, like mockumentary style, I was even more confused, like mockumentary plus true crime, (laughs) just this absurd thing. But in the end, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I liked how weird it was, you know, it felt like a weird improv scene. Mm. Yeah, it did. It, yeah. it more improv than the improv challenges do sometimes, you know, because they sort of feel scripted. Yeah. Um, I, what did you think? Yeah, no, I ended up enjoying it as well. Like, I think it was mostly just because they were all giving such great performances. Uh, like, I thought they all did good. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't say, mm-hmm. I think Vivian really st- steal the show. Um, yeah. And I think the way they filmed it as well, you know, he didn't know what the conclusion was going to be, even though you knew Viv was wielding the axe. But there was even fun bits right outside, you know, where Monet had been killed, but she was back from the dead. And like, there was just <laughs> fun little bits like that I thought kind of added to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I loved, like, I didn't understand, like, my brain was kind of br- breaking thinking about like the goth girl being Scrooge and stuff like it was uh, <laughs> really just like split my head in two <laughs> and then like once I just gave into it because I tend to be like you know because I do improv and sketch comedy and then I'm just like wait what is the analogous thing what is the math here mm. um but I liked yeah I thought it I thought it was all very very funny <laughs> sorry I'm thinking about it now my brain is breaking uh, yeah. once again <laughs> It did. It did. Yeah. It did flunk a lot of the the, the natural, you know, <laughs> tropes and conventions that you <laughs> yes. that you're used yes. to. Um, yes. Who do you think did the best in terms of acting? I mean, like always with these things, it's it's tough because, like, you know, it's it's the it's the writing plus the performance plus like how much time they have on screen so Mm. and I kind of like that it's unfair in that way I think obviously the Vivian had like the best like it was the best showcase of her for sure um I also thought Jada was really 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 funny and then I felt for for Jinx because I felt like Jinx did a really good job but it was just like a really small role Mm. and I and I kind of think like she didn't have to she probably shouldn't have tried to uh, stick out as much because I don't think it was really what the role called for. But I understand doing that. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, it, it's it's a different scenario from a cast putting out a production to a cast putting out a production, but always all trying to outdo each other at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I will say, hot, hot take, probably a controversial opinion. I didn't like I didn't like the way that Shea Coulee played holly oh really so I, that was my next yeah. question because i i thought she did a really good job i thought she really grounded it and i just thought that it was another one of those roles that is like has a lot of the legwork but like doesn't have any of the zingers so gets totally overlooked by root yeah yeah i just felt like i i mean playing like a great uh foil or straight man is really difficult mm. and i think that you know she looked great and i i thought that she delivered all the lines in a really grounded way. But I thought like, I I never liked the take on a character that's just like, ugh, this is weird. True. What's happening here? This is weird. And the lines didn't necessarily all just 
I don't know. I, I felt like she was playing the subtext, play, not playing any sort of subtext, was just playing all the lines as subtext. Like I felt like she could have brought more to it. Like maybe her character is anxious or insecure and that's why she's kind of presenting this front. But mm. that character was just what she s- said on the tin. There was nothing underneath anything she was saying. So I thought it was kind of a boring acting choice personally. Yeah, I guess to a certain degree, like if you're playing the new girl in school, if there's something weird, you'd be like <laughs> smiling awkwardly because you're like, you're the new girl. You don't want to like go in there all guns blazing where she seems yeah. to be like go in and be like, well, you're a bitch. So don't care about you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like think about like Lindsay Lohan and, and Mean Girls. Like mm. there's more to that character. She's not just like, what's happening here? Who yeah. are you? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, and she's playing. I, I, I feel like the Holly character should have been playing a bit lower status. And it just felt. I don't know. I, I just didn't like it. I'm not saying James, it was James's bad. character? No. Um, oh, sorry. sorry not, Noelle, uh, I think it was. It was Noelle. Yeah. Sorry. Noelle. Noelle. But that said, I, I, I was very distracted also by how amazing Shay's teenage makeup is. I know mm. they never talk about like how good their their faces are in those acting challenges, but I thought that was so impressive. I was like staring at the makeup. I was like, how did she do that she looks so cute (laughs) and such a great pink and green hair with the little braid and stuff yeah yeah yeah. no that that's definitely interesting uh, and i definitely interpret it like that in a similar way how did you find raja as scrooge okay so i i have never felt this way about a queen but i have such a crush on raja like like in and out of drag i know that's not a unique opinion but like just anytime raja is on screen i'm just like so hot so like i just i i just find raja so attractive maybe the most attractive person like on the face of the planet so so i loved it you know yeah but mostly i was objectifying raja as i was watching that's why that scrooge character screwed you over because you're like do i fancy scrooge I wish that character would screw me over. No, I thought it was fun. I mostly just didn't get the character. I, d- I did like, I liked, uh, I liked Jada and Scrooge's dynamic. And I will say like, look, beyond my crush on Raja, that like the, um, as they, as I forget who said this, but like, I, I liked the high energy mm. versus just, I'm goth, I'm. Yeah. I you know. know, I just felt the acting... I felt like she she only acted when she was doing her line, and then she came, she, yeah, she came out enough, of it again. She was like, "Oh, I'm on, roll my eyes, and now I'm off again." And it was like mm-hmm. I just felt you could see her switch in and out of it. Um, sure, sure, sure. Which I mean, someone with like very little acting experience was like, "I shouldn't really notice those things." So I was surprised she got so well applauded by the judges because I love Raja. Uh, you know, I think mm-hmm. she's been slept on this season. It, it's been very strange because she's won all the challenges that you weren't expecting her to and then didn't do well like or not even mm. didn't expect it to kind of maybe didn't deserve to question mark and then mm. didn't win the ones she probably deserved to like her snatch game was brilliant uh yeah the yeah. that first design challenge with that gold uh jaipur temple or whatever it was that she was doing you know it was fantastic and then it was like oh that graduation speech i mean it was fun but like am i going to remember raja yeah. for that in 10 weeks i don't think so so yeah um yeah again this was this was sort of strange i i, I didn't see i didn't see her in the top really for this whereas someone like monet i thought did a great job as as the hippie dippy teacher i got very audra mcdonald from her <laughs> <laughs> because she's black no, no. the teacher I mean I, mean, I guess um, <laughs> I'm, a, I I'm a big Audrey McDonald fan so I'm curious what do you you see, there was do no singing or no anything. no but do you, do you watch do you see The Good Fight Audrey McDonald and The Good Fight oh no I have not seen okay. Audrey McDonald in the that good she, fight. she's uh, she plays that more of a sort of laid back like trying to more mm. kind of zen but like badass if she needs to be character that's that's, yeah. that's the Audrey McDonald I saw in Monet I see. Not I the Broadway see. Thought, one. Right. <laughs> like ragtime. Um, I, uh, I see. Yeah, I, I I thought Monique did a good job, but I did feel like that was mostly like the writing. But I did I did feel like that was good. I I enjoyed that. But also, like, it'd be hard to win. I feel like it'd be hard to win with that role because that's you know kind of a straight character. Mm. But yeah, I agree. It's not like I, you know, obviously Raja 
won because she probably needed to win. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, um, well, yeah. Well, I guess we'll get to the, the results later on, but sometimes they do feel a bit. Who needs a star? Right. How can we spin this into a win for them? Sometimes. Yeah. 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 I feel like Jada should have. I feel like Jada should have won probably if it was just based. Well, I mean. See, I didn't. Yeah, love I feel Jada like Jada either. Oh really? Yeah. Like oh, I thought she was really funny. I can't think of one of the lines that she said. I just remember her reactions, mm. which were fun. Well, but yeah, the same way. Like I would have thought Jinx deserved deserved it over Jada. Mm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna recap what I was saying about Raja. I did like I like like Raja brought a lot of great physicality to the part mm. and made a lot of choices and stuff. And I felt like as far as like being on and being off, I mean, there's a fine line between, you know, staying in character when it's not your line and also not stealing focus, Mm. you know, which if I was in one of these challenges, I'd be (laughs) stealing focus nonstop. I'd be like constantly doing (laughs) shit to try to win. Um, But I thought that like, like what, what Raja was doing reminded me of kind of like bully characters from eighties movies where when they're speaking they're they're trying to like kind of up themselves obviously so it's not like they're psychotic and awful all the time it's just like okay well like i've got a you know almost like throwing like a volley or like hitting a football into a group does that make sense sports i don't know so is it sports Uh, you know when it's the top of the ninth and the bases (laughs) are loaded um (laughs) they're they're trying to like amp up themselves to like you know make themselves more intimidating that sort of well it's like it's it's a defense mechanism right okay so it's you know that they're not constantly like puffing themselves up your listeners are like, this is insane. What are you talking about? <laughs> but like, they're not constantly puffing themselves up, but it's like in any moment of vulnerability or when the thing is on them, that's when they're being really over the top. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I can see. I that. don't know. It's- Look, I just have a crash on Raja. That's it. <laughs> right. Well, let, let's jump to the three, the three little elves or whatever we're calling them. Joy, Holly and Mary, Trinity, Jinx and Evie. I actually think Evie did a really good job. I, again, I thought yeah. it was kind of underappreciated. Her sort of valley girl acting felt like totally different like you know trinity was obviously playing the dumb blonde whatever actually in the in the run through there's one moment that trinity's standing on her her cd player and it's just not really explained <laughs> she's like standing I didn't there notice that. <laughs> maybe it was to make up the hype between evie and jinx or something but like she's just standing oh. there on heels on a cd player saying her line i was like that's, <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> um wow that's drag eve i thought evie did a great job and yeah. In the way that you expect Jinx to do well, you did. I didn't expect Evie to do as well as she did. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Trinity kind of just played a version of herself. I, I didn't love that character in the end. And Trinity's normally very good at these challenges, but mm. maybe it was the right. Well, there just the wasn't a lot for the three of them. And in the end, like I didn't really get what their deal was. Like Jinx was playing it like they were demonic. Yeah, and. Trinity was playing it like they were mean girls and then Evie was like something in between. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I did I didn't really didn't really get it. My favorite honestly. scene with Evie was when the other two leave the room and Evie turns around to the Vivian and is like, I saw Miss Toad put up some Halloween decorations. This yeah. real sort of like real like teachers pet that were like real sort of like I'm gonna get somebody in trouble. The mm-hmm. who's who's the foil in Sabrina? Debbie is it Debbie? Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the name. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, her, like, this real, like, mm, I just, yeah. yeah. I thought she did a great job with Yeah, that. it was like that. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. I wonder, was Jinx meant to be, like, the, like, horny girl? Was that more supposed to be the vibe? Was it written that way? Holly, horny, I don't know. Um, well, I just, like, I love Jinx. And Jinx is, like, the, I think, the best performer and the funniest queen. Mm. But, uh yeah that take was just like yeah I, I like I wonder if she was meant to be like if Evie was meant to be the you know the bitchy one and uh Trinity was meant to be the the dumb one and she was meant to be the horny one yeah I mean that the makes female sense. trifecta the three mm. elements of all women yeah 
<laughs> you're Horny a Dumb stupid bitchy. bitch you're horny you can't be all yeah. three <laughs> <laughs> the holy trinity of... <laughs> okay so let's head on to the runway it is a knitted runway this week which I thought was a really it ended up having some really good looks in it, so I quite liked it. Yeah. One of which was the Vivian who came out in this gorgeous, white, long, knitted coat. Were you a fan mm-hmm. of this? I'm a massive fan. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it looked amazing. And I think it would look even better in, in person. It's probably hard to like see all the details of it being mm. white and being lit so well. But yeah, I thought this was amazing and maybe one of my favorite the Vivian looks. Yeah, like I feel this is how you do knitwear on like an all-star stage, like making it so glamorous and even like the knitting yeah. needles in the head and like just how the fact that it was so thickly woven, I thought was was a really nice touch as well. Like it, Absolutely. It was- also, that wig is really cool. Like with the roots, it makes it not look like a Marie Antoinette wig, which mm. would be maybe too anachronistic for like the knit thing and like the that silhouette and stuff. But yeah, I thought it was amazing. I really liked it. Yeah, definitely one of my favorites as well. And Shay was up next. She gave us Endebelly tribe in in Af in I don't know which country. So hard for me to tell if like <laughs> like if just by saying the 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 words it makes it sound like you're doing an African African accent or if you're well, saying it. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard her say it, I heard, thought she said underbelly, and I was like, surely it's not called <laughs> underbelly. like the underbelly, yeah. like the company of society. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or the comedy. Uh, the comedy company out oh, of Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Underbury, yeah. Or London. Um, so, yeah, well, N-D-E-B-A-L-E, I think it is. Um, but for the look at it, she had, like, all these sort of block colours, block colour leg warmers, big rings around her neck, and then also, like, the the more tra- traditional, I guess, something that we're more familiar with, those gold rings. But mm. then, uh, like, a Czech knit cape. Yeah. Uh, this was just so high fashion, so editorial. Yeah, it was very cool. It also, um, I'm sure you're not familiar with Rainbow Bright. Have you ever heard of Rainbow Bright? No. It's like an 80s cartoon that I grew up with. And her boots look look like these boots, okay. Rainbow Brights. Yeah. Nice. So another thing for everyone to Google, Google yeah. Christmas in July and Rainbow Bright boots. Yeah. <laughs> Put them in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. And just so you learn more about me. <laughs> Evie was up next. Um she gave us I thought like this although it was knitwear it was felt really loose and flowy you know it mm. felt a bit almost like I mean crap paper is doing it doing it a disservice I feel but like <laughs> it feels so loose and flowy it kind of went from ye- yellow down to brown through like toads mm. of red and and so orange as well and then this like constellation of knitting needles and big balls of twine and stuff on her head I have to yeah, say, like, cool. I wasn't loving Evie at the start of the season's runways, but actually the last few weeks, I think she's been, she's a great job. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's very, it's, it's glamorous and it's not costumey and it works mm. just for Evie. <laughs> like it feels like exactly. so made for her and just love any of the outfits that are any of the looks that she puts together that have so much movement because that's such a big part of how she expresses herself. Yeah. And mm. I love that headpiece. It reminds me of like sacred geometry, which is kind of woo woo, which Evie is kind of woo woo. Yeah. And even yeah. like the, the balls of twine on her nipples. <laughs> yes, I do. Love that. Any, any, she's yeah. massive areola, really. It's like she's. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, up next is Jinx Monsoon. This is like, I mean, your classic Jinx silhouette. Mm. Um, she said it was like Marlena Dietrich, but in golden white yeah I, this i i felt she was trying to force the knitwear into too too niche of a box and i didn't really mm. yeah yeah i like i like the look on its own but yeah it definitely doesn't read knitwear <laughs> i felt bad that like when she came out because i because i do see marlena dietrich and i do see like old hollywood and i can't remember who made the may west joke but i was <laughs> i was like that's a whole different yeah like, I mean, it's she's not like may a western well. looking thing yeah no so. she did she, well she, well someone said like come up and oh, see me sorry, sometime yeah, 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 yeah which is sorry, may west yeah yeah, yeah yeah and like 
I think maybe they just see anything she does and they think it's like old saloony yes. <laughs> stuff. Any, the, any, any pun like referencing something beyond 1950 works for Jinx. It's yeah. Fine. It'll be yeah. I do wish that her stole, that the like white stole was mm. more knitted or even longer, something. I think maybe. Yeah. It, it's just, it felt like so hidden the way she was carrying it. She didn't really get to see it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. This this was a bit of a miss for me. I it's think. a bit of a bit mother of the bride. Yeah. Like yeah. mother of the bride who's like, <laughs> I don't know, an alcoholic a recent divorcee who wants to fuck on the night of the wedding, but still like mother of the bride. I don't know. I, I didn't get very, a lot of sexual energy from the character. I Not it was so, like- yeah. Well, I mean like sexual in a, like I'm getting out a good, dress but I don't want to show my body yeah kind of thing I don't, I'm not saying it's sexy I'm saying well I mean it's kind of a dowdy in a sexy way but no there's so many they, they play these old these older like fashioned women who are like still are on the hunt for a young toy boy I think yeah that, that mother of the bride who wants yeah. to fuck on the night of the wedding <laughs> who's had several old fashions and is ready to go <laughs> Hates her, her husband bride. yeah exactly her ex-husband's gonna be there it's the first time he's seen her him and his his new wife and years you know mm, okay okay I, see it. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I loved this look from trinity the lion yes. with the leopard print uh, she called the thing in her hand a grumpkin because a fan made it for her and right, she's turned right. it into a look and i just thought this is this is what i wanted from trinity i thought trinity's runways and all stars four were fantastic and mm. this this for me feels on the par with these i, I loved all of it it is. It's so cool. Like the color is so cool. And like the, I know, I know the wigs aren't the thing, but the, but the wig is so neat. Mm. It really <laughs> like so pulls it together. Yeah. It makes it look like she's a, she's a doll you could buy in a shop and she would like smell like lavender. Mm. It's like it, it, <laughs> toys it's, used it's to smell like things. A toy that's pitched at both you and your cat. It's like, <laughs> you can have fun with it. Your cat can have fun with it. <laughs> This is a new market to tap into. I don't think that's something people think about. Like, what Which, toys can kids and pets both play with? You know, where people can go and get a takeaway and buy a treat for their dog. It's like buy mm. a, you know, two for one, a toy for your kid, yeah, toy for the cat. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I loved it. I see, in Untucked, it seems to say that she borrowed the wig from Monet. Um, but oh the lucky she happened to have a leopard print wig because like it looks I mean like she must have spray painted it she must have spray painted it yeah that'd yeah. be great because it's the same exact pattern and stuff mm. I bet she yeah. made a stencil and just like did like um hair but dark hairspray in it yeah yeah possibly but yeah, yeah. no loved this um Monet again the the wig lender is next this the wig lender great- this is a very Monet silhouette with like the the parka jacket and the the knitwear little hot pants and stuff like that. The big bow on the head, but yeah, a bit small for an all stars look. <laughs> Do you think? Well, I mean, the jacket's so puffy. I I really like it. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, it's also hard. Like after the previous looks that are that have like massive kind of exaggerated. Mm. Like I feel, I feel being a bit curmudgeonly even saying that because it's like, well, you can't go big all the time. You need to change. And it's mm-hmm. like, if you just gave us ball gowns all the time, we'd get bored as well. But yeah, yeah. I I just wonder maybe it could have been a bit something, something and it could have been bigger for it to be dragged, I think. Mm, yeah, I would have liked like weirder shoes or boots or, or, or something or like something. Yeah. Like, I feel Shay gives us better looks than this when she's mm. just dressing for the lip sync. Right. That's you know? fair. Yeah. I mean, I think this is something that also probably looks better in person. But I think, yeah, I think it looks really cool. I really like the the pattern. Like, I don't, you don't usually see, like, I think that's gingham. It's hard to tell. Mm. Um, yeah. But, like, those colors... Use the, the pink and the and the white and stuff. Yeah, no, it, I do like it. But that's my only. <laughs> okay. <Good. laughs> Sorry, uh, Pokemon's not involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jada was up next. Now I think Jada was really unlucky here that she gave mm. us like the same color as Trinity, but not as mm-hmm. good. And then the basically like a scarf torn off the Vivian's dress. <laughs> <laughs> but she's referencing a TV show. The that's something comfy couch the very comfy couch the big, the big, comfy, big com- couch. comfy couch yeah that's not it i i'm not familiar with that but i do appreciate anything that has like a reference i'm gonna yeah. google it big comfy couch big comfy couch. let's see 
because she originally said, I, I'm, I'm throwing back to my favorite TV show, Big Comfy Couch, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, she never said what the, the TV show oh, is. Oh, yes. Oh, no, I remember this. Yeah, there's, oh, I totally forgot about this. You know, when you see things from your childhood and everything comes Suddenly back. flooding back, yeah. Yeah, there, there was like a girl who had like big, an adult woman who was playing a child that had a friend who looked like her and they like were on a couch. I don't get, you know, what more do you need to know? They were on a couch. (laughs) They spend a lot of time on the couch and the scale is such that the adult woman looks like a little child, but the scale is so off that it's not like the, like if the size was right, then children would be like 10 inches tall or something. But that's it. I don't see I don't get his character. Yeah, I don't get the connection. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. see it. No, well, I mean, I'm not looking. I at mean, it, there but... are pigtails, and there are pigtails in Big Comfy Couch, but the rest of it, I don't really see as Big Comfy Couch. Okay, Jada looks comfy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she was saying. Like, I am a big comfy couch. <laughs> uh, but in terms of just like the aesthetics of it of it like I think it, it, it looked nice it just was just a shame that like that lilac was done better and the white mm-hmm. was done better I felt it was mm-hmm. lucky finally then um Raja gave us the this is kind of like an evolution of what it looked she did in season three where she gave us that like she had like a gold plated sort of headpiece and like mm. so wearing similar gold jewelry along her arms and stuff this is like yeah. the evolution of that the same way she did like the evolution of the Marie Antoinette in the first week I feel this is like an evolution of, of one of those looks this week the big W on her face the big gold neck piece and then uh, asymmetrical it actually looks more like wire than knitwear which I think is great the way it kind of looks like it's made from like um that sort of copper wire yeah like knit metal mm. it's like <laughs> Mad Max meets like uh, Xanadu. Mm. Yeah, um, this, I didn't even notice that she's wearing. She's carrying this like ball in her hand the first time. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's very like intergala- intergalactic warrior. Yeah, God. Yeah, I think it's cool. I don't love the wig. Yeah, I, and I don't actually love the face piece either. But mm. I, I appreciate the you know the the brief and I think mm. the way she she struts down the runway is very warrior I get warrior princess yeah. pretty much every time she walks down the runway which I feel is quite new like you know when we get fashion we get the hands on the hips the jagged mm. shoulders or we get like the pageantry I feel she walks down there like she's gonna stab a bitch like, yeah uh, well I feel like Raja has like really like evolved as she's like gotten older and stuff and is like owning the power of being an older queen who's mm-hmm. been around instead of like clinging to what worked for for them when he, when they were like in their early 20s yeah um yeah. and is also just so hot yeah just what can we say so, yeah <laughs> i mean i could say so Russia, very hot <laughs> <laughs> uh okay who would your top four be because there's like this unofficial top four that the judges kind of deliberate about before they reveal the top mm. two who would your top four have been god um i mean it's hard because i was looking at those other <laughs> looks before but i'm gonna say i mean reluctant well i mean i'm gonna say the vivian yeah um and I'm going to say the, the Vivian, Evie, uh, I mean, I liked, uh, gosh, sorry. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say the Vivian, Evie, Trinity, and um, Jada. Jada, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you like Jada, right? Okay, I, yeah. I went for Vivian, Shay, Jinx, Monet. not a a lot of overlap there between the two of us I had Evie as fifth then Um, now I mean I made that judgment I think you make a good point about Shay not like playing it too bitchly so maybe I'll knock her down for Evie but like I still think Jinx was compelling on TV and I I did Monet as well so that's what I was expecting Mm. as a top four you seem to relied a lot more with the judges. I was like, am I taking crazy pills here? What is going on? Because they said <laughs> Trinity, Vivian, Jada, and Raja as their top four. Mm. So I guess three of, three, three of the four that you agree with. Raja, I just, I don't know. I didn't see Raja as a top 
as in the top half of the cast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like, I mean, it's people judging people, right? So it's mm. not an exact science. And I think they're, they're like, I think that the judges tend to consciously or subconsciously kind of lean towards people sometimes who seem like they really need it or okay. be, or even be like kind of turned off by that. But I think it's, but I think Raja gives energy like I am okay you know like yeah. I'm okay with myself and maybe has been unfairly passed over before oh 100% she yeah and um. so maybe it would just yeah kind of more and and this time around Raja really wanted it and yeah. maybe that kind of I felt like it meant things. a lot to her that she won yeah yeah know, for an acting challenge and you know when she's not known for that and yeah mm. I, I appreciate that i also think shay has been passed over recently and we'll get into it in a bit um and i i think she could have she could have got it there too uh, and monet has also not had a win for a while so could have yeah. deserved it but i think vivian is no one can argue with that one That's yeah i mean i think that yeah 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 as far as second place i mean it really could be talked into anyone i mean the problem is they're all so good so mm. it's like a lot of it just comes down to taste and yeah. to who need who needs that star right <laughs> what gives the best story yeah um so it's vivian and raj in the top two they lip sync to rick james super freak which when i heard that i was like oh, okay they want raj to win this lip sync like that's nice mm. and kooky for her it gives her like a box to play with more so than vivian um and of course she does go on to win the lip sync i thought that was fair also we saw vivian's cartwheel fail which yeah yeah which I felt bad for her yeah um, yeah and I mean like the and I and I mean she was really going for it but yeah that's that song need more kind of relaxed uh silliness mm. I think and it is just like Raja is it can't like has more of an ability to be funny I think because she's kind of like floppy yeah you know I so. <laughs> you know what Definitely. I mean floppy yeah no yeah. Like she she like she was very weird sort of syncopations like yeah syncopations which I think work well for it I yeah. was actually taking notes when the song started and I was like can't touch this and I was like okay no. <laughs> <laughs> it has a similar lead in, yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> I think that it samples that yeah uh, so I was like what but okay that made a lot more sense <laughs> what Raja wins Jada is blocked and that is wrapping up another episode I just thought it'd be good to take stock on where we are, because I kind of feel Raj with Raja taking this win when I, I personally didn't feel she deserved it. I kind of felt, are they <laughs> going to give everybody an opportunity to win the 10 grand? Is, is that kind of what we're doing? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I also like, and I don't like thinking like this because it's not, you know, it makes the show less fun. But I mean, mm. there was like a, a real pattern for a while where they, one of the winners was always someone who was blocked. And yeah. is that always a coincidence? Like, there's no way that that's, you know, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. It adds but... to the peril, but that hasn't happened in a while. Like Evie wasn't anywhere winning this week, and J- Jinx wasn't anywhere winning close to winning last week. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, um, I guess Viv won when she was blocked the week before. I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to tell. And then like, there's so many metrics to measure them on. It's like there's stars, then there's actual challenge wins, and there's lip sync wins, and there's mm. them being I, at the top. I mean, I want like. I would say that next week they're going to switch it up, but I feel like they would show that in the promo. Mm. Yeah, like we got very little in the promo. It's create a dance for TikTok effectively, which I mean, <laughs> good challenge because that's what you need to do these days if you want to sell mm. your brand online. Um, <laughs> so interesting to know who's going to do well because it kind of feels like, I guess it's a branding challenge of sorts, but it'll mm. be interesting to see how it, how it fleshes out. Yeah. I did a quick tally of the first eight episodes um, in terms of top twos, but also top placings. So Jinx has won three times, but she's actually, if she hasn't won, she's not been in the top at all, which I thought mm. was interesting. She's either in the bottom half of the cast or she's in the top two, whereas Shay has only been in the top two once, but has been in the top half of the cast four times. So it's it you've got like a big discrepancy there. Monet in the top three times, one win, Raja three tops, two wins. Um, but the person who seems to have the best track record is Trinity, who's been in the top three, three times. Right. In yeah. the top two times. So she seems to have actually the best track record, even if she doesn't have the most. Yeah. Track. I mean, she's like impeccable. Mm. Yeah. So on that, who do you think is going to win? <laughs> the whole show? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think Trinity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I like 
it's pretty hard to, you know, falter anything. I don't know, but honestly, like I would, the only, yeah, I think Trinity, I think Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, because yeah, most people say Jinx. I mean, I love Jinx. I mean, like, yeah. I if if there's anyone who I thought would could take it, I'd say uh, that wasn't Trinity. I'd say Jinx. So I'd yeah. go, I'd go back and forth. Last weekend at Pride, I was in Vicar Street and I engaged with two men I didn't know at a heated debate over who we thought was going to win. Somebody was was say was was very aggressively pushing their Evie Oddly agenda. Okay, the Evie Oddly agenda. It's a then, good name for Evie Oddly's autobiography. Yeah, uh, even an <laughs> album from her that would work. Yeah. Uh, then there was a Jinx and I was Team Shay and stuff. So I haven't heard uh, anybody rooting for Trinity. I think. I'm not saying I'm rooting for Trinity. Okay. I mean, I love it. I love Trinity, but yeah. I mean, if I was rooting for anyone, well, I don't know. I really like them all. I mean, like, I think Raja, they're all great. Right? <laughs> I mean, I do... team Raja. <laughs> rooting for Raja just to come over. Yeah. You know? like, I, <laughs> I mean, so maybe I'm rooting for Raja to, to lose and uh, heaven forbid, have trouble, trouble with his husband and then realize maybe I'm bi after all and come over to Ireland, <laughs> knock on the door. My boyfriend's suddenly okay with this and we uh, have a nice weekend together. It's not cheesy if they're in drag. We know that, right? Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Aaron, thank you so much for joining me today uh, to go to that episode. Yeah, thanks know, for having me. Uh, if they want to write their own version of Santa's School for Girls, how can they, <laughs> you know, get some advice on their screenplay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're in Dublin, I run, uh, co-run a, a comedy theater called Mod Theater Dublin. We have improv classes and screenwriting classes, and we have shows every Thursday downstairs at Wigwam. So especially if you're looking to just meet other creative people or people interested mm-hmm. in comedy, you can just show up to a show and um, meet people. And yeah, modtheater.ie. There we go. Love Erin. Love chatting to her. And I mean, I learned a lot about acting in that I'm not sure if you heard me trying to imposter syndrome my way through that conversation about acting and didn't even know what the word protagonist was uh, thank you so much for listening I'll be back with you next week James is away once again so I'll have another great guest uh, to talk to the next episode and actually if it's the guest that we have in the books it'll be the perfect guest for this social media dance challenge so let's hope that comes to fruition have a lovely week I'll talk to you soon see you love you bye This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.